Welcome to Have Movies Will Game, the only podcast on the globe where we take you, our friendly listener, through the best and worst movies of yesterday and today, and then discuss ways that you can play them at your gaming table. But the fun doesn't stop there, no siree! Every few episodes, our intrepid hosts Matthew, Dusty, and Nathaniel will ask you, the listener, to vote on which movie they will play as an RPG, recorded in video and in glorious black and white, and brought to you through the electronic wonder of the internet. Now, let's start the show! Hey guys, this is Dusty from Have Movies Will Game. I just wanted to touch base and let you know that we have a very special bonus episode with a lot of our outtakes from our last four episodes, and we just thought that you would like to hear some of the funny things that we have during the show that we don't get to bring to you every single week during our podcast. Just wanted to also let you know, we do have a Patreon coming up soon. There's going to be a a few different levels in there, so you might want to check it out, see if there's anything that you like, and join our campaign. Next week, we're back to our promised schedule. Guarantee it. In the meantime, we really hope that you enjoy this special bonus edition of our outtakes. So for myself, and for Matthew, and Nathaniel, outtakes from Have Movies, Will Game. And thanks very much for listening, everybody. This is... Uh, Let me start over, because that's terrible. Well, you can do Everybody that. wants to start with an okay. Hi, fellas! <laughs> Welcome! <laughs> Welcome to Movie Phone! <laughs> Three balding power nerds gathered in a basement to discuss today's movies. <laughs> I grew up watching a lot of movies. I played hooky a lot from school. That's literally 50 words or less. <laughs> <laughs> and and that that's real, that dance. I yeah. have this Facebook group called uh, Eating Tacos While the World Burns. Oh, my God. And it's basically about pictures and videos of all the horrific things you see out there in the world. Okay. And the very first post I put on that was this guy in, I'm going to say that the gray sweatpants were stained with brown dirt Ooh. just method out and dancing in front of a taco bell oh and like the similarities of of that real horrible world and this robber uh-huh. I, it, it hit me really hard. <laughs> I, I don't know about those can we answer an age-old question here what like i said i haven't watched it in high def you have mm-hmm. can you see the nipple there is that a thing yeah okay so can you, we you see her yeah multiple because times i remember as a child on a, a crt a tv HD. going yeah pause yeah. back yep. pause back yep pause. i think we I, I all did tell is that <laughs> and they did the same thing to me with resident evil and that was absolutely not fair i've only seen one of those movies actually i need to see the whole series Wait, oh, okay. I, I got uh, one last one. Oh, that no, I okay. To sorry. Say. I, there, I was think, that, there was that pause, so I thought and, that was our no, no, move no. on. No, no, no. And you let off with this, and it's one of the favorite lines, which has incidentally been picked up by the military on a lot of like military oh, websites and things like that. Yeah. They use this all the time. Like, sir, are you classified as human? Negative. I am a meat popsicle. Uh, I am a <laughs> And a, yeah, a you, meat you said that popsicle. earlier, and that's, that's, that's actually, there's a lot of different things that we still use mm-hmm. a lot. Like, Dave and I at work. Uh, we'll we'll go Aziz light, <laughs> I mean, and I mean there's 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 a lot of this that and this is the twentieth twentieth yeah, anniversary twentieth anniversary it's it's still hanging around mm-hmm. in in our minds in, in pop, our pop culture. culture yeah 
and I still have more, but I we can move it along. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry about that. No, no, it, it's it's totally fine. That's that's where editing comes into play if need be. So moving it over to the the secondary part of this podcast. Yeah, let's talk some gaming and how yeah. to bring this to the table after the break. Without the after the break. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's so, so minor, but and, and it's, it's back to the movie. But I found uh, his uh, secretary to be almost unbearably hot. I want to know her story, too. Yeah. What does she do at the day? Where does she go home? I don't know. Does she, mm-hmm. does she have a family? I would like does to know where pets? she goes home to as well. Y- you made comment about nods. Did you notice the nod to Verhoeven's um, Total Recall with the with the no. secretary? She was doing it her felt na- familiar. She was doing oh, her nails and they were changing no. colors. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas in Total Recall, she had a pencil and she just tapped her yeah, fingernails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. I mean, it's it's probably a good thing that we didn't have any beer because I would be, uh, I, we would have had to break like five times by now <laughs> together, which is why you want whiskey. Yeah, I agree. I mean, uh, I'd, cider for me personally. That's what I'm going to be. Cider's doing as bad as beer. I, not for me. It's like a camel. He never pees. I I didn't like go through the whole. You know, in introduction of beer through high school. I didn't go through the Stockholm syndrome of beer oh, through high school. Oh, you know school. what? It's interesting you say that because that is entirely true. Beer, it is. Beer is disgusting. It is an acquired <laughs> taste that's worse than cigarettes. So when I was a teenager, no, when I was a yeah teenager, uh, before beer, I did the same thing with beer later, but mm-hmm. I got started on this very same pathway. I would go to parties, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. 13, 14 years old. You go to some parties and spet skating rink or a birthday party. Skating Somebody's rink. got we everybody bring sodas. Coca-Cola, yeah. Dr. Pepper, Sprite, and Diet Coke. Nobody drinks the Diet Coke. Everybody drinks everything else. Mm-hmm. Nobody drank the Diet Coke. Mm-hmm. So I made myself like Diet Coke. So I would keep right. have something to drink for the rest of the night. People go, hey, where'd you get that Coke? It's like, it's diet, brah. Like, <laughs> Same thing happened with IPAs. Speaking ah. of this of the same thing, like when when do you when you drink and like we're we're all of a similar age, right? Yeah, I think so. Or I think are you contemporary? I'm not quite to the forty years old high five yeah, are you, point. Are you, but are, are you near it? <laughs> I'm near. Okay, so they brought back Zima. Yeah, I I, I know. And I like, drank so much of that. It's like, and then someone tried to hand me a beer, and I'm like, what's this piss? This this, this tastes like death. I, I, I want whiskey. Or the fruitiest, lightest, crispiest little <laughs> alcoholic beverage I can find. I did not know Zima was brought back until this past Saturday, 1st of July. I'm mm-hmm. out seeing some friends in the Dalles, speaking of Wagon Con. And we stopped at the store to get some things to take over and was going to buy some beer. Poof, and there's Zima. down the aisle, I was like, holy F- Zima. <laughs> what? Zima. Suddenly, I felt like the 90s had just hit me with a train. <laughs> and before I knew it, I was in the car with it in my lap, having paid for it. And Unlike the, the 90s. Party, and everybody's like, my fucking Zima, what? <laughs> so, uh, and it tastes like Sprite. Yeah, and I felt alcohol. nothing yep. after four of them. So oddly enough, people think that it was discontinued in the 90s. It was actually discontinued in 2008 really? in the States. <clears throat> and it was discontinued in 2011 in like Japan. And huh. then it's been brought back for like promotional reasons. So it's it's really not hasn't been out of like sequence for a long time. It feels like forever. I've learned to drink since then. Like, I, I just I think just a lot of stores were like, we're not gonna carry that swill. So thanks. <laughs> but now we have surged back. 
Oh we my have God. Crystal Pepsi back. God. Next thing they're gonna bring Pepsi Black. I'm telling oh. you, n- nostalgia is is a huge marketing tool. I want them to I, bring. Back I have a real quick a... story, a horrible story about Surge, real quick. It has yeah. nothing to do with the movie <laughs> or or with the gaming on it. So when I was like, I think 20. Yes, God, this is 20 years ago. Um, I had my my best friend and I, and another really good friend, and the young woman that we were all pining for. We went out. We we drove. We decided at two in the morning to drive out to like Disneyland, just for you know, just for S and G. You know, nothing mm-hmm. else going on. So we did. I was the only one that slept like the whole way out there, while the three of them were like the both of those guys were trying to flirt with her and trying to get whatever going. I slept. I put in my disc man. I was listening to Counting Crows, and I was just <laughs> sleeping the whole way out. So on the way back, everyone else was tired. We'd spent the whole day at like, no, it was Knott's Berry Farm. Spent the whole day at Knott's Berry Farm walking around. And I'm the only one that's awake. And to make sure that I don't fall asleep, I take like a handful of Vivarin and like chew them up and then pound like a two liter of Surge. (laughs) Yeah, the the, the after effects were not good. (laughs) I think I threw Diuretics so much. too. I mean. <laughs> my worst experience of that was a couple years ago. My buddy mm-hmm. and I took our motorcycles down to Eugene, and I had just gotten this motorcycle, and I was actually still a new rider, so I was still kind of afraid of riding on the interstate. Mm-hmm. So we took 99 instead. Okay. To, all the way down to Eugene, and then we took it back. It's that a nice night. ride. Eh. It's got its pluses and its minuses. Mm-hmm. Uh, the road is terrible. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah uh, you can say that of every road in Oregon, <laughs> especially well, especially. No, there's this one little town on 99 that is just one little winery after another. I can't remember the name of the town. I know where you're talking about. Tiny though, little yeah, town. I've been through it. It's about eight blocks long, mm-hmm. and from the beginning of the town limit to the end of the town limit are the worst roads. They get better afterward, mm-hmm. and I, I theorize it's because they don't want people speeding through that high-profile uh, area. Right. But anyway, we're coming back from Eugene on 99, and I'm falling. I'm falling asleep, mm-hmm. I, I'm, but I wanted to get back home, and it's real late at night. So we stop at a grocery store. And my buddy convinces me to get a five-hour energy drink. I love those things. I live a little off shot. Yeah. I'd never had one. Well, your so profession, like, right, cool. I would imagine so. so. I, I kicked one back, and within like half hour, I was methed out. <laughs> <laughs> I did not sleep for two days. Wow! After that, That's and for, it only lasts five hours. It's just a massive <laughs> overdose of vitamin B. That's it all it really, is. Really, really. No, I was messed up, and my wife was like. Nope, you're never having those again. <laughs> like, I literally have I one of those, having those every again. day. Uh, like every day of my I'm, life. I'm, I'm sure I your lower intestine just loves you with those things. Yeah, you're fine. Makes I you shit we, regularly. I think we just have a cut, a nice little... I think that whole segment right there is going to be on the gag reel. I, I want to add Drunken Master. I never literally... I mean, I didn't like that movie, but... <laughs> Save I, it for the episode. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> All right. So All right, but I want Drunken Master on that list. We'll, we'll, I'm putting Drunken Master <laughs> on the list right now. Hang on. Actually, Drunken Master. Woo-hoo. All right. It's on the list. It's on our Google Doc. I was just thinking, <clears throat> God damn, pig fucker. You need another shot of old No, granddad? God, that's not going to help my voice even slightly. <laughs> right. And the, mm-hmm. oh, hi. We, can, we always do the, oh, hi. Welcome. How are you guys doing? Yeah. You know?
Yeah, I, I, I don't yeah, see that being we, a problem. We could just kind of start oh, the banter. I didn't see you there. Which Welcome I think to our you've, show. You've already hit record, <laughs> so I see that we've already started the yes. Fourth wall, fourth wall. <laughs> it's out there somewhere. Oh, Jesus Christ. So this is our second episode. How do you pronounce that? Is it LaCroix or LaCroix? LaCroix. LaShit, maybe? You know, whoa, I gotta tell you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Enough of the negativity there. Now, I don't like that stuff. Now that it's... I hit fucking 40 years old and my my ability to like just get rid of the bad things mm-hmm. that I put into my body has just evaporated <laughs> somehow. It's magically gone away. Um, I, I've had to fucking like find things that weren't you horrible know, for you. Yeah, that weren't like soda or... Or you know, and Le Croix um, <laughs> is it's, it's just it's it's I, you, I need bubbles in my life though. It's, There's a time in your life when you need bubbles. Your throat hurts. You want a fucking bubbles, and you can't have like a root beer because that root beer goes straight to your fucking gut, and <laughs> you're no longer gonna fit behind the fucking bar anymore. <laughs> so my my former bosses had this is a swear word episode. One of those uh, make your own soda fountains. Oh those, yeah, yeah, uh, the soda compre- stream thing. Yeah, the yeah, soda yeah. stream thing. Which was great, and I would go over there, and they ha- they have the 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 squirt bottles that you put mm-hmm. in the flavors and everything, and I love the orange actually, but I absolutely hate carbonated water. I I really, really do. I don't know. I I will drink like wa- like soda or just carbonated water. Even itself. soda, I will drink warm flat soda. Really? Yeah, I do not like carbonated water. Really, now that's at that's all. just strange to me. Um, but do you like old granddad? That. God, that stuff is hard. It is not horrible. This <laughs> no, I didn't say horrible. I said it's hard. I mean, it hits you, and it's like this is the hundred proof version. Yeah. This is bottled in bond. You see, normal old granddad is held in a aluminum cask for no less than two weeks to prefer. See, this is this is the part this of the show that's brought product, to you by product old placement. granddad. <laughs> you know, old granddad. I've written you letters before. I've, I've I've got your stuff. If anyone who works for Jim Beam, who now owns Old Granddad ever wants to send us t-shirts i will wear that shit loud and proud love you guys i'm wondering how much of this is going into the outtakes um i'm looking right, at right. seven minutes of outtakes myself. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay we should probably start the show did anyone else notice the vibrator on tv the vibrator oh yeah the <laughs> when commercial the boss, yeah when the boss is sitting there doing heroin and counting his money or whatever it is bosses do it just pops to this French version of the the home shopping network, and it's a vibrator. <laughs> it's one of those like egg vibrators on a stick, and it's yeah. you know, and it's got a I woman thought playing it looked with it. Really weird. Yeah, was, but I was like, I, that can't be a vibrator. Oh, it was. That's got to be. That's not a soup mixer. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm mistaken. <laughs> N- not to take it in a weird direction, but that was uh, when I heard that. I saw just straight the third season, first episode of Rick and Morty. I haven't watched mm. it yet. No. All right, well, nope. I can explain that. Mm-mm. Wait, for wait, money. What? Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, never mind. I was like, wait a minute, that season's not out. Oh. Oh, dear Lord. There there it is. <laughs> Hold on, I got to look at this. There it is. The, the official Ninja, Ninja webpage. <laughs> yeah. It's added a whole lot of stuff. God, look, look at, at all the ads of the color. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. That, that is some that's full on web. GeoCities. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh, that's Gorgeous. I wish all of you could see this because... <laughs> oh, they can if they just go there themselves. Yeah, if, yeah if you we'll, go we'll, to we'll put a link in the description. RealUltimatePower.net. Oh. He's got ninja swords, ninja stars, and, and, and really, we're not making fun of the guy oh, it's at all. Oh, it's No, it's, it's just, just this, the time. It's, the time. It's, Everything it's, looked like this yeah, once upon a time. Yeah, the disparity of, of I think what the person websites who put together are now. I think the person who put this website up knew exactly what they were doing. 
Oh, this is this uh, is ninjas great. are so sweet. That's a lot of O's. Yeah, that I want to crap my pants. Yeah, this website is amazing. <laughs> we should we should we should yeah we could do a whole podcast on real <laughs> ultimate power. I almost want no, to. I, 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 I can't no, I can't stop I'm, looking at it. May, it may sound like we're making fun, but we're really not. Actually, this is like mad respect because that is that is cool. But it's just how it it, it looks like. A, it's a blast from the past. Yeah, it is. is what it was. Yeah. There was a time when a lot of things looked like that. Yeah, that's adorable. Are we back to sucking it? You son of a bitch. It's what you I cut know. me off. I'm sorry. I, I failed you. I, I got to tell you, though, I, I feel really good about re- uh, releasing next week. We've been sitting on this for a while, and I'm trying not to talk to people about it, but still talk to people I've, about it. I've talked to a few people, but <clears> nothing <throat> out really outside of those yeah. that have, have listened to it and did the beta listening and... I gotta it's tell you, hard. I just want to really go. Look difficult. at what we did! It's so cool. I've, I've wanted to post on Facebook about yeah. it, you know, like in detail, but I haven't. Well, I've been dropping like little vague book things to try and I like think we build all have. some awareness of it. But for me, I wish there was a way that I could sort of package this up in a physical bundle and mail it to my mom so <laughs> she could hang it on her fridge as yet one more <laughs> thing that I did. So I have like a really old iPod. You you could <laughs> I just send her iPod wow. full of our stuff, and you know I might take you up on that, and she might do it. I, I have five, so if you need another one after he's done, yeah, I think I have, I have two. You know, Sony did a thing. You know what they called it? The Walkman. Yeah, I have it upstairs. It I had a Discman. Goddamn adorable. I had one of those also. You know, speaking of of weird things, a friend just gave me a Raspberry Pi. It's the little itty bitty computer that a lot of people use uh, for like emulators and stuff like that. I just got every game from Commodore 64 to Super Nintendo on every platform. For a moment, I was staring at you in Klingon. Oh, okay. Was I, were you swearing? Because I didn't know where you were going with that. But I, it's utterly unrelated. I just, I just, it the ability of technology to miniaturize, to, I mean, think of a cassette. You and I all had mm-hmm. cassettes growing up. In oh, fact, we, we made the jump from records to cassette. Mm-hmm. Like the first things I bought were a large disc that is bigger than a small pizza. And, <laughs> and it had yeah. six to eight songs each side, depending on length. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the fucking thing was huge. And now, just on my phone alone, which is smaller than a uh, than a cassette, or at least it's less wide. I have the sum of human knowledge, mm-hmm. access to clouds, mm-hmm. and it stores 120 gigs. Yes, I mean it's 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 just it's amazing to me. Your comment about the what was it called? Raspberry Pi. Raspberry Pi. I uh, did the same thing. With my old Xbox. I reformatted it and modded it, so I've got like 10,000 games yeah, from like yeah. every platform. But it it's the old, big, you know, the original. I, I say old. It, it's not that old, but it's old. I did the same with my original Xbox as well. Mm-hmm. And then I did the same with my PlayStation Portable. Now I have oh, all of those yeah. games in a portable format. Wait, wait, wait. You're not talking about the PSP. You're talking about the PlayStation no. 1 with the flip-up screen? No, no. I'm talking about the PSP. Oh, okay. Yeah, the PSPs are completely moddable super easy to mod and then you just plug in a really high sd card and boom you yeah got everything i i found a psp with this hard shell case at a goodwill for like five bucks yeah and it said broken on it and i was like oh, i wonder what's broken about it if nothing else i can 
find someone that needs it for parts. Right. Come to find out the battery wasn't seated all the way, so the back panel was kind of like <laughs> just off a little bit. So I put it in, charged it, crossed my fingers, and mm-hmm. it fired right up. Sweet. We yeah. should mod it. Sure. I'll let you mod it. Go yeah, right yeah, ahead. I'm upstairs, totally down with that. I'm sorry. I have a filthy, filthy mind, and it should be ashamed <laughs> of itself. <laughs> mic drop. My <laughs> Stop dropping my, the mics. <laughs> my... You know, grade school best friend tried to get me into playing Palladium, and it just, he came over, he brought this, like, stack of books, because it was, when we were young, everybody spent the night over at everybody's house, so he brought this stack of books, and he was going to teach us all how to play Palladium, and it was going going to be glorious, because it was better than- Palladium that way again? Palladium. Palladium. We were going to play Palladium. Palladium. (laughs) Love it. (laughs) And because, for him, at the time, this is- Better than Dungeons and Dragons. Well, there is no Thacko at the time. So I remember perfectly, perfectly understandable mechanic. So mic drop. My <laughs> stop dropping my, the mics. <laughs> my my parents' house had this addition to it from before they bought it, and uh-huh. it was a sunken living room, very like seventies. Had a had a like a whole wall was a fireplace and the sunken living room had a wet bar off to the side Ooh. and it had French doors going out to the patio. Nice. It it was it was nice, but it, I don't always play palladium, but when I do, there's a wet bar. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, he spent the night and a couple other friends uh spent the night as well. And he's he's sitting there trying to get us interested in this. And my my can, other can, really can I, good. Can I bust in real fast? Yeah, please. Do you, do you recall what game it was? I the 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 cover art had a knight on it. I remember that it was like a blue cover with a a, a, a paladin on it. I'm I'm not I'm not sensing which one that was. Okay, he should have brought Wait, Robotech. Was he riding a flying horse? Yes. Okay, that's uh, first edition Palladium. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because this would that's have been the first edition Palladium, second cover. So this would have been junior high for me. So that was that's about the time I somewhere around there. Uh, no, oh, no, ninety one was when high school started. So eighty nine to ninety was, and then to ninety one was. You're junior forty high. like me, right? Yeah, I'm forty. Then we're class of ninety five. Yeah. So that was ninety one is is junior okay. High. Well, I don't think about it too much. All right, sorry. It's Carry on. Bad memories. Anyway, so you're 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 in the sex den of some guy's father. No, it was in my parents' living room. Yeah. Oh my. <laughs> the, the Palladium <laughs> fantasy. Although I think sex did. Although I think that I, that was probably my brother's sex den because he was like seven years old. He's seven years older Atta than I am. Boy. So, and he was a football jock. So, Atta boy. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he's trying to. My my best friend is trying to. This is this is this is great. This is amazing, and we're gonna play. And my other friends are there. We're looking at this like, what the hell is this? This is. This isn't Dungeons and Dragons. Screw this. We're not playing it. And like totally f- table flipped our sleeping bags. Oh, and like, no that ended it. But I remember even as a kid going, that's better artwork than what's sitting in, in second ed. By D&D. miles. By the miles. artwork was great. But there was, if if you do this, look at the percentage on this page. Now you got to flip to this page. Then you got to go here. And then you got to go here. And then we you got to go there. And you got to go here. Some of that. And it's like, so when are we actually going to start playing our game because it's already one o'clock in the morning <laughs> and we started this at 8 p.m. I, I understand your pain. I don't always play Palladium, but when I do, there's a wet bar. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so you're, 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 you're in the sex den of some guy's father. 
I have a very similar tale. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all do. Yeah, probably. When I was 14, I think, uh, it must have been 14 or 15, so it would have been 94 or 95, mm-hmm. uh, in my church youth group back when I was still trying to convince myself. Wait, wasn't that wasn't that the era of church of role-playing uh, games being the devil? No, that was in the 80s. Well, that was I lived in, in Alabama. So oh, so it, it's still In many ways, on. in the Bible Belt, it was at that time. Wait a second. So why do you grimace when you drink old granddad? You're from Alabama. I feel like I'm burning my sins away every time I take a step. Yeah, you are. Are. So back back to the church youth group story. I went on this church youth group camping trip. And on this trip, uh, I decided that I was going to introduce, secretly introduce several of the people that I was going to be sharing a tent with to role-playing games. Mm-hmm. Now, it was church youth group. So what I was doing was kind of sinful. Ooh. And especially sinful because I chose Palladium. And I made characters. I handcrafted, painstakingly drafted these wonderful characters that were basically all of the, uh, back, back in that time where I fancied myself a fantasy writer mm-hmm. because David Eddings was awesome. Oh, yes. I, I love fancied myself. Side note, I am listening to him on audiobooks right now. Awesome. Fantastic. Yeah. I fancied myself a writer and I had all of this basically david eddings fan fiction that i was writing mm-hmm. well david eddings meets forgotten realms fan fiction writing okay and i turned all those characters into palladium characters oh i then, did the same thing with dungeons and dragons and then i tried to get the church youth group to play them and they looked at me like i was insane not because it was sinful but because this is a fuckload of numbers on a page dude. <laughs> right i don't no. understand this let's go play checkers oh and that was sad yeah so there I'm is sorry, a way my story was better. <laughs> Mine involved <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I was uh, came across David Eddings, and I came across a couple other books that I just absolutely loved as a kid. And I was trying, like, I'm going to be a writer someday. So I was doing the same thing that you did. And I remember this this mage that I had that ended up being turning into a demigod mage. Oh, you ran it high, huh? Oh yeah, his name was was Macalador. 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 And he I based him off of Raceland Majer from yeah, yeah. from Dragonlance. But instead of having the gold skin, he had he was made of emerald. Like his whole body, he fell into like a spell trap and he was made of nothing but pure emerald. I had so many Drista word and clone characters. I hated that character. I love I, mean, I love the character, but it's like that was one of those characters that was just overdone. I, I, yeah, I mean, you, yeah, we all don't. Oh, okay. I don't. I, you know what? I think we should give an official "Have Movies Will Game" podcast stance on an issue that affects all gamers. What's that? Drow or drow? Drow. Drow. And there we have our answer. <laughs> Seriously, I could probably crap out three laser pointers <laughs> right now. <laughs> We're good. Can I get a what? What? You may not. You are full up on your what? What's? Aww. And nobody likes you, and neither does your mom. And you smell like soup. Soup made with turnips and shame. And onions. Onion! (laughs) (laughs) Right. Put me in the black sackcloth and put a light bulb in my mouth, and I would have been Uncle Fester for Mm. Halloween. You can shave if you want to. You can leave your hairs behind. I would like to say that you both missed the most important part of five minutes last time. What? Profess continued adoration for old granddad. No, that's right. No, it, no it's written. It's written in I, the document. I, I, two tears in a bucket. Fuck it. No, they're going to be so disappointed when they see us. 
<laughs> I'm a sexy motherfucker. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah, baby. I would need a ball gag and roll of duct tape. The little black box that they keep referencing in the movie. This is a really interesting part of the movie. I mean, not as a story plot point, but just externally to the movie itself. So the story goes was that the U.S. government came to the producers and said, hey, we like this idea. This is totally cool. We're willing to like help. You know, you want to use FBI. You want to use CIA. You want to use NSA. We will totally tell you exactly like what you need to do for this movie and get the references right. You need to take out every and all references to a little black box that can decode encryption. (laughs) (laughs) And the production company was like, no, that's the basis of the whole movie. The U.S. government went, okay, have a nice day. We're going to see you later. So the lines that were added after that whole confrontation between the U.S. government and the production company, the, oh, you guys are the ones that are breathing on my phone. No, that's the FBI. That was added as a as a finger to those Nicely people Nicely done, coming. which goes back into it being counterculture. I'm going to one-up you here, Dusty. I think I know where you're going to go because I have it on my notes. I do not, but I want to hear. Because uh, they believe that that was actually a joke played on them. Really? I, okay, that's not where I thought you were going to go. Robert Redford. Oh, I did not ever read that They didn't nugget. take it seriously because they believed it was a joke from either Redford or Aykroyd. It's okay. I'm just saying that what? when you when you look what? at what... Him. <laughs> Him. I, I'm, I'm thinking just, he's... Nathaniel had... His face is beat red, and he was like... <laughs> well, my face is beat red because it's 108 degrees today. Well, yeah. it's not 108 degrees down in it's, our studio. Oh, it's 102 degrees down yeah. here. I'm going to go ahead and link that to another blo- summer blockbuster movie that came out a few years later in 1995, uh, Independence Day. Oh, yeah. So Independence Day, the story goes with this one, is that the U.S. government, again, came to uh, Roland Emmerich and the whole production team and said, we love this movie. This is a great movie. We want to help you out. There's a lot of stuff in here that we can do, and we can we can front a lot of this, and we can you know, supply extras and, and point you in the right direction for all the security that you need to do. We need you to take out every reference of Area 51. That has to be a joke. No, yeah, it, 51 no, is like the most joked about thing in but, the universe. But you got to remember, at that time, it was still kind of a, oh, we don't know if this is a, a real thing. Area 51 has been a joke since I was a child. It, it, whether or not, it, it, it's a story that came up from that movie, and, and Emmerich was like, yeah, no, that's that's very true. I am skeptical. Oh, you can be skeptical. <laughs> I'm the one that minds this stuff. So. Well, no references to Area 51? Yeah. You know, what's interesting is there's no Area 51 listed on Google Maps. I have a really hard time believing the government would do something like that. Like, Area 50, Area 51 okay. is the biggest joke with aliens ever. Like, they even no, mentioned it, it in Fire in the okay, Sky. The, the, they mentioned the, it in the all The joke kind of, of Area 51 is the whole alien yeah. thing. The alien and alien. But it is an actual base. Military yeah. base, yeah. yeah. It is an actual military base where what, they what, do skunk what, work. What, Colorado? No, it's New Arizona? Mexico. Yeah, New Mexico. New Mexico. No, I'm sorry. That's, Nevada. I'm sorry. No, it's an actual military installation that does skunk work, top secret. But skunk works isn't there. No, they used to be. Well, whatever it is so. that they I think do, they, I, I could be totally They've been wrong. a joke for my entire life. As long as I have known that aliens were a thing, Area 51 has been a thing in the media. <laughs> you guys want to see the map? I, yeah. I've seen it. Yeah. I've looked at I've it. I've looked at it actually very recently. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know where it is thanks to Shadowrun. <laughs> it's 956 miles away. <laughs> And and every other like World War II movie, all the Nazis had British accents. German. 
Most of the movies I <laughs> German. No, no. Most of the movies that I've England watched, allies. No, 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 no. Hang on. No, 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 no. Hang on. Every movie, pretty much every movie that I have ever watched that was set in World War II, the Nazis had British accents. What awful movies have you yeah, been watching? Seriously, seriously? terribly you guys, like, directed. Never noticed that. Cast like, no, no. Really, they're German. No, they're British. Even on like TV shows, they've been British. I don't know if you're watching so like Mexican dramas or accent <laughs> deaf. <laughs> no, 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 no. I like accent deaf. I like that. <laughs> I'm gonna put that in there with nose blind, so <laughs> when you can't smell. My superhero ability is I can actually drink a, an entire bottle of Old Granddad by myself. It's raining, dusty. You know what I say to you? Cooties rat semen. I, that's one of my fucking notes, too. <laughs> Look, we're going to hold off. We're going to bring that back because this isn't going in the main episode. There was so much understated humor. Uh, it was released in 92, as we've already said. And it was filmed, actually, between the end of October of 91 and March of 92. And it was released in September, like the first week of September in 1992. Uh-huh. Now, September. I looked on the calendar. September 9th, 1992 was a Wednesday. Okay. Why would anybody want to release a movie on a Wednesday? I mean, now with movies that are so that much is bigger. That's an interesting question. Movies that know. are now so much bigger, they've extended opening weekend to include Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. But back in the 90s, opening weekend was the first showing at like six o'clock on Friday evening to the last showing on Sunday night. That was the right. weekend. So I really don't understand why they opted the production company or, or the whoever puts the movies out. There was a lot of counterculture sentiment running through the whole movie. I mean, that might have had yeah, something to do with it. I don't know about yeah, that. I mean, you know, it, it completely oh, there was. With the no, whole no, I don't, no, no, no. No, I don't know if that had a decision on when they released it, like being on a Wednesday. I've done the research on what was playing at the exact same time. Yeah? What was it up against? There's not a lot of gems. There are a couple, but there's not a lot of gems. Uh, this is what Sneakers was contending with at the box office. Hellraiser 3, Hell on Earth. I like that eh, movie. I didn't like that one. I always like Hellraiser. Singles, which, you know, the Seattle yeah. you know, movie, which is just really, uh, aside from the technology, you could put it in today and you'd have Portland. Yeah. You know, so uh, School Ties, the Brendan Fraser movie where uh, he goes to a boarding school and they find out that he's Jewish and he's then ostracized because it's just after World War II. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Oh. Oh, yeah. Copies for closers. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, The Last of the Mohicans. Oh. That's yeah. one we should put on the <laughs> list. <laughs> that, oh, my God. That song is going to be stuck in my head for It's a great days. soundtrack. I got married that, to that song. And that used to be my number one gaming soundtrack. Nice. That was my it's, fallback. It's oh, yeah. one of the, the ones that I write to. Yeah, it, it, it is. Got, it's got background music for everything. It's got action music. It's yeah. got emotional music. It's got... Just passing the time music. It's mm-hmm. got town music. It's got everything you would And need. it's got the fiddle dance piece that everyone knows. Yes. Uh, Shaolin Kickboxer. Not Shaolin Soccer. Shaolin Kickboxer. Mm-hmm. Never seen that one. Billy Crystal's Magnus Opus. Mr. Saturday Night. Magnum Opus. Is that? Did I? Uh, Ultra Magnus Opus. <laughs> <laughs> I always heard Magnus Opus. Ultra Magnus Opus. Okay. I think it's Mag- okay. Right. I've always heard it as yeah. Magnus Opus. So no, I'm I, serious. I, yeah. Okay. And then Corey Hames, the double O kid, which oh, sounds like a bad God. porn. There were some shit I mean, movies coming out that was month. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
My superhero ability is that I've watched the original Star Wars 507 times. And you're also the old Italian grandmother that brings pasta into the house for everybody? No, no, no. I'm I'm going with the cat answer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Final answer. Yeah, I don't think... I think grandma's pasta is probably a lot better than old granddad. Again, staring had at you this, and Klingon. How, how does one stare in Klingon? Angrily. Very hard, <laughs> angrily. angrily. I've and, been wondering this. the brow vibrates. Yeah. <laughs> So I don't know if there's some things that you might have caught, either of you guys might have caught or didn't catch or didn't even really know about. I didn't really see any continuity so, errors in this No, 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 no. I'm not talking continuity errors, just cool things in the background mm, that pe- yeah, most got- people might not have really known about. So in Cosmo's office, when when Cosmo and Marty are sitting down at, towards the end of the movie and they're postulating the questions back and forth about you know, what's going on current, what did you think they were sitting in when... Mesh chairs. No, no, not, not those chairs. When they went in, it was a circular bench. They opened a glass door. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I thought it was like an isolation chamber of some kind. No, you are, you would be wrong. You would be very, very wrong. That is actually a Cray Y. That was a Cray? That was a Cray YMP supercomputer. Huh. Yes. Uh, It was one of the world, at the time. That was a lot fancier (laughs) than I thought it would be. I thought it was more of an assemblage. (laughs) Hack the planet. That was Gibson. (laughs) Just saying. So yeah, it, for that movie, they they kind of gave it on loan, although it was not active. It was just the the outer right. casing that they used to kind of promote the movie. And at the time when the movie was made, it was one of the first. It, it was, was one of the fastest yeah. computers ever made. It was the second generation of Cray at the time, apparently. And then there, after the movie came out, there was a third generation. But this one particularly had a new liquid cooling system that yeah. had not been used prior to that. And it was devised for that computer. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. They still use that in some of the high-end a- Alienware's. Mm-hmm. It could be equipped with two, four, or eight vector processors. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> this, this is where I get really nerdy. No, please. Uh, which could be capable of a peak performance of 333 mega, plo- mega flops per second. <laughs> I always stumble over that yeah. word for some reason. And the memory... Um, this is kind of where it's a little laughable now. Uh, the memory could be compressed of either 128, 256, or 512 meg of memory. Oh, that's adorable. I know. It's so adorable <laughs> when, when my my How's Apple these? that's sitting in front of me has 16 gig of memory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that that's the thing. Technology always gets faster and better. But I do think that... And I am a teenage doo-wop girl. The production company was very, very worried that it was going to be come across as a kids movie so really yeah i don't think kids could think i don't see that at all no we're given a g rating because there was no profanity in it up until uh, sydney portier yeah (laughs) put at the last minute put profanity in the script that's how it went from a g to a pg movie there was no profanity in the movie whatsoever which is really kind of interesting so it would have gotten a g and it would have been marketed for kids at that point which yeah that I don't would, see it, they would have done so much worse. Oh yeah, I, I, I agree. I don't see Cootie's rat semen being <laughs> in a G-rated movie. I think that goes by so fast. It's like one of those things from like Shrek, where if you watch Shrek as a kid, you don't really get. I gotta, I gotta say though, I really like. You mentioned that scene, the earlier. anagrams, yeah, yeah. and uh, it even ties back to the, the whole intro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, the intro um, was amazing. Oh yeah, every part of this was was happy for my brain mm-hmm. i all, all i can say is that every part of it was its own little thing mm-hmm. and like from the anagrams at the beginning it, it set my mind in such a way that i was i was looking immediately after the credits mm-hmm. for clever things that were done in the cinematography and how things were filmed i think that whole anagram sequence where they are 
decoding what the name of the place actually means. And what was that name? Do you remember? It was no. It was just too many secrets. Too many. No. But what was? Oh, Sea Tech Astronomy. Sea Tech Astronomy. Mm-hmm. Where they were decoding Sea Tech Astronomy. That whole scene, I think, was a good visual representation of a critical success in action. But oh, I think, yeah. I think the, mm-hmm. the GM decided, oh, I'm going to play this through. Not only did you succeed, but I'm actually going to build some setting around what you're talking about and throw in, you know, cooties rat semen. <laughs> <laughs> has a good dm well i liked that that was solved two ways mm-hmm. that he was solving it by listening and the rest of the party wasn't just simply waiting mm-hmm. for him to have it they they actively he, he, he went digital he went, bonus. he went technological and they chose the purely physical ancient game of scrabble mm-hmm. to do the exact same thing and that's and some player full i've i've got this skill in games of chance <laughs> well, get, yeah yeah i've got five points in board games can i use that to solve the puzzle and the gm's that's like sure david roll you're not sure. gonna get yeah. it roll go ahead why not oh you credit oh <laughs> which just just goes back to me saying this this is whatever you choose to use this in mm-hmm. has to be in my opinion a skill oriented game I, I i agree to being a sense sus- it feels a little weird not how i am cursing in the corner and looking at facebook i'm a smut lord and i'm very comfortable with what i do you know what i love boys come down to car beaverton fuck fuck you old granddad is the one true liquor all else are false prophets pathfinder a couple others you know you might want to consider going that route yeah did i have it wrong was it pathfinder all this time i had it wrong we don't talk about Pathfinder. Secrets are getting revealed, folks. Too many secrets. Talk to me, Goose. Nah. Goose. Come on, Goose. It's Maverick. Talk to me. He's He's got your ID tag in his hand. Friends don't let friends. No. <laughs> I don't let friends play Pathfinder, but that's just me. Elaborate. There's a story here. It's, it's the worst game I've ever tried to play. <laughs> and you might have just killed like a lot of our fan base. Oh, this that's is going right. into the cut content. <laughs> Let's talk about the characters for a little bit. If we were to do them in a D20 system mm-hmm. or in a general gaming terms, you had brought up the concept of alignment earlier. Yeah. Or maybe I did when I called you lawful evil. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless, I mean. All right, let's start can, with can the we hero. S- can we start with my. No, let's start. Let's start with the hero. Okay. The protagonist. And I forget his name. Robert Redford. What was the character's the name? character's name? Oh, Martin. 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 Marty. I'm sorry. Marty. I was like. Are we suddenly talking about something different? We're talking about them as if they were people. Yes, Marty. let's talk about the hero, the ex-con. Marty. Give me <laughs> give me give me an alignment. We're not even gonna go with character class. But oh. let's say we're restricted to D and D's strangely uh shoehorning alignment system. How would you set Marty? Chaotic good. He's definitely chaotic. I'd I, go chaotic good too. It's it's part of me that realizes God, I I, I almost want to go chaotic neutral, but chaotic neutral has it has so many connotations from every gaming table of some schmuck just running a, a muck with it. Yeah. That is I, a tainted I alignment. It is. It is. I'll, I'll settle on chaotic good, though I honestly think I don't. I still do not see him as a good character. No, he's he, he is totally chaotic good because chaotic good is that it, character does what is defined, necessary to bring about change for the better. Well, not only that, it's it's defined. It, it gives a very simple explanation in it of, of a Robin Hood type character. Yeah. It's in almost every case. He's essentially Robin Hood. And I, I can see that. I just. Yeah, OK. What about Sidney Poitier? Fuck. He's, that's lawful good. Yeah. He's, lawful that's good. Full on. Lawful. Yeah. He does crime. Not really. He's in a criminal group. 
I, you guys have to look, and I, I keep trying to bring this up, the, the difference between uh, morality and law. Well, that depends on your personal interpretation of D&D. <laughs> uh, no, 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 of, <laughs> of good and evil. Mean. Well, and this, of course, brings us to a greater argument, which we should probably save for later, and what those alignments actually mean. I would like to do a but, side but one But you on think those. lawful good. I think lawful good, be, because lawful good acts with compassion, and there's always a sense of honor okay. and duty. All right? I didn't see him break that. I, the, I, I can get behind that. The only way that you even know in the whole movie that he is... Other than being with the group, that he has any kind of criminal background is just from what he happened left the to CIA, him. He left yeah. the CIA because he, he is very structured and orderly, and yeah. because he has a temper. It he, didn't say he was fired. I can get behind law, lawful good. Yeah. Okay. I would agree. That, lawful that, that, good. that could be a moral choice to leave the CIA, especially during that time. Lawful good is my favorite alignment. Most. Can't. Oh, I love Sorry. it. I can't run a lawful no, good. No, most character. people. M- why i could run lawful good. any it's, kind of lawful for character. some reason it's just too hard I, for me i don't most everyone i know is lawful good I just remember it's run, lawful good not lawful stupid yeah exactly <laughs> I typically most, run like most people think of, character most people think lawful good means paladin and they also mm. think paladins are stupid yeah but lawful good i think is the best alignment i've run a lawful you're good, a good person and you do good things i've run a lawful good necromancer it's entirely oh. possible yeah how did you do that? Necromancy is misunderstood. <sighs> did, did your That's husband why. die? What's going to happen to your family? Uh, okay, cool. Yeah, I like no, that. No, it, it was okay. he was actually a lot of fun. Un- the undead doesn't have to be evil. It no, can be true. a state of especially existence. a loving father. Okay, <laughs> sorry. Dan Ak- mother, mother. Mm. Yeah, mm. chaotic good is my opinion. Yeah, I'm going to say chaotic good as well because he, while he was a nut job. No. I don't think I don't think he had a, a real criminal past, did he? What did you say you, that you were going with? Chaotic good, yeah. Uh, chaotic neutral. I don't. No. think he, he never worked because he never worked against others for his own benefit. Yeah, yeah. he was a little unstable. His opinions were fucked up. But <laughs> hang on, a chaotic neutral follows their own heart and generally shrink. Ah, they don't like rules mm-hmm. and they do their own thing. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, but. He, no, but he he worked within a team. He yeah. followed rules. He did. He follow followed rules. protocols. He listened to Robert Redford. I'm sorry, Marty. The now man. I would say that Carl is a borderline chaotic neutral. I would agree with that too. He's kind of a loose cannon. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, which Carl was River Phoenix? Oh yeah, 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 the kid. He was a little weird, and sometimes he didn't seem to obey orders. What do you think about just neutral? Here's the thing: if you ha- go with you, that, you have one chance to get a freebie from the government and he wanted the chica's phone number mm-hmm. don't get me wrong everybody likes blondes that's a bit chaotic but okay that, I, I i yeah yeah cha- i'll go chaotic neutral on him okay all right yeah whistler mm. was was he accused of of any law breaking did I he don't. have a record at the beginning when he yeah, was listing he did. them off? He, he did with with the phone company. Yeah, but it's a phone company. Does that even he's count? neutral good? I would. Yeah, he's neutral. He didn't good. really ask for much, it's, especially at the end where he said, yeah. "I want you know goodwill towards men and women and peace on earth." Neutral good does seem to fit. Yeah. Uh, okay, and finally, no, we're not done. Not not finally. No, what's her name? Oh, Sorry. I thought you were going with going to go with Cosmo, Mary McDonald. Uh she really didn't want to be there. No, she did not. Neutral. Yeah, I think... Like, true neutral? That's a really hard Neutral alignment. is essentially the selfish alignment. I mean, if you I can't figure anybody else... I didn't necessarily selfish. What did she have to gain? What did by she by helping. To... Like Robert Redford's wrinkly ass? Come on. Yeah, but... <laughs> 
she didn't really have any stake in anything. She wasn't really there to make any money. She was just doing a favor, I guess. Maybe she was bored. You see, that's what, why I think... I don't really sure what her motivation what, what, what was. About, what about lawful neutral? No. no. She broke it wasn't the law, to do like the crazy. balance. The well, villain the villain was lawful neutral. But she didn't want to get lawful back evil. with Marty, no. so she was following her own personal code. Yeah. So that's I would say very, that's new, that is the definition of neutral. Well, it depends. If you follow the whole natural balance, are, are, are we still bullshit. are we still taking? We're doing the D twenty Wizards of the mm-hmm. Coast version, right? Just, just classic D well, TSR. Okay, yeah. so I I would say lawful neutral and not true neutral. Then okay, she broke the law like nuts. She also got a little chaotic when she was messing with that dude, and she kind of you know improvised and she totally lied to him, let him on. Would a lawful neutral person do that? Yeah. To somebody who wasn't in any way harming them, he was an innocent. Didn't bring harm unto him, though. But he was an innocent. Didn't she bring totally harm. used didn't bring an harm, innocent though. to break the law. Yeah, but didn't bring him to harm. But she broke the law. Espionage? I, I would say chaotic good over true neutral. Ah, okay, because so she what, was willing to, to, to bend some rules. What about, okay. what about just chaotic neutral, then? No, nah. she wasn't. A, okay. I, I can't get beyond the nut job at the table. You know, the guy that you just go, okay, DM, could you please, for the love of God, kill this guy off <laughs> before he kills the fourth quest giver? I, and I think oh. this right here highlights the weirdness of D&D alignments. Yes. That they really, it's hard to shoehorn everybody into oh, Fuck, I think it's the weirdness of human beings when you give them a, a situation yeah. to play a psychopath now, with no repercussions. <laughs> I can totally match all of these people to Palladium alignments because one of the things I think Palladium does best is their alignment system. Yeah. That is, if you are the kind of person who wants to use an alignment system, I, I like Palladium it has good alignment system. Yeah. I would match her as unprincipled. Yeah. Uh, I would match most of them as unprincipled. Dan Aykroyd, I'd put it, Mother, I would put it anarchist. There's one principled character, of course. He's, that would be Sidney Portier. Nope. But I think Aberrant would be the enemy. Cosmo would have been neutral evil, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, I would say lawful evil. He, he would neutral be, evil. No, definitely evil. You guys are missing the point, and I don't know why I can't. Maybe I'm not able to express this well enough. In Palladium, I think I think Cosmo is the is the dictionary definition of average. Could you he's willing a better definition of leveling the playing field for everyone? Do you want me to quote this right here? Can you? Yeah, quote it. No, 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 I want to finish this statement, and then you can quote whatever you want. Okay. (laughs) Can you give me a better definition of of a level playing field Mm -hmm. that's more level than? Neutral. How many Co- people do you have to fuck up to get to that place? Apparently, Cos- Cosmo is two. neutral evil. No, and a driver. The rest of the world. He wanted to find Cosmo is neutral evil. And yeah. quoting, a neutral evil character is typically selfish and has no qualms about turning on allies of the moment and usually makes allies primarily to further their own goals. That sounds exactly right to a me. A neutral evil character nope. has no compunctions about harming others to get no what they want. No compunctions? Are you kidding? Yeah. That's no compunctions. You notice he didn't shoot him when he had him. Right? Oh, but he told his buddy to. You're circling back on yourself with this one. You notice he didn't shoot him. But he told his I can't. Yeah, he, he specifically said, I can't shoot my friend. Well, where's shoot the no friend. qualms? No, that right there where's is the no qualms? aberrant alignment. Okay. Hold on. Grab a fucking Riff's book up. <laughs> no. No, we're, we're, Palladium's no. aberrant alignment is essentially the honor among thieves. Uh, you were willing to. You are. You will always keep your word. I love that you're bringing it. 
Um, that makes me so happy. Tell me more about I, Palladium. <laughs> Do it slowly. <laughs> I will tell you many things about Palladium. <laughs> Baby, I'm going to tell you all about Palladium. <laughs> I'm going to tell you about that. Tell me aberrant. about the glitter boy. <laughs> oh, he glitters. Oh he glitters God. mightily. All right, all right, all right. I'm um, going to tell you aberrant alignment, I think. actually frightened and kind of aroused at the same time. I, well, I, that went somewhere I didn't <laughs> expect it. To. You're not the first person so, who had that effect. Anyway, on. moving on from this. Uh, <laughs> Kind of I, don't, I don't think we've settled his alignment. At least it got him to I don't move think on. we're going to. We're going to completely disagree. <laughs> we didn't agree on all the others, but some of the others before. No, and that's good yeah. because we really shouldn't be agreeing shouldn't. all the time. Yeah. What would you classify Darth Vader as? Darth Vader lawful evil. Why would that be any different? It's not. That's why I said Cosmo was lawful evil. Wait. Who he said, said neutral I said evil. neutral evil. Why is that? Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. For Cosmo? About that. <laughs> why, why would you say? For Cosmo? Yeah. And I quote again, a neutral evil character is typically selfish and has no qualms about turning on allies of the moment and usually makes allies primarily to further their own goals. End I didn't quote. see him turn on any of his allies. Marty was his ally. He turned Mar- on him. To his best knowledge, Marty skipped out. The cops got him. He saw him through the window, went, Marty! And Marty ran. Well, Marty went there to tell, like, to warn him. He was not aware of that. Wouldn't exactly. you agree we that by the scene? On wouldn't you agree that by the one. scene, he was unaware of Marty's lack of involvement in his arrest? Like he didn't know if Marty was the one who skipped out. That he didn't know that. They would, did. Would you, would you think that that's, they did make a a wager on who was going to go out? So Marty lost. It could have been Cosmo who went out. He should have been able to know that. He also rigged that game. Who did? Cosmo. Cosmo, Cosmo rigged it. So yeah. Cosmo chose who went out. Cosmo right. decided his own fate. Did you think about that? I did not. Yeah. Thank you, because I was floundering. <laughs> Damn it, that's as far as I can take it. I, I still say he reminds me more lawful, though. I think he's... Uh, he certainly worked within the system to I would, build his own power base. I would say lawful evil. Mm-hmm. That's that's my say. Okay. But, but I can well, see your case for neutral yeah, evil. You, you had I, a, I don't, a dissenting point on yeah. Cosmo as a whole. I have a dissenting case on his alignment. I think yeah. you guys see British and a fist tank in a darkened office and all your fucking triggers go off. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, that's the set dressing. Yep. There's I don't know one. how to respond to that. <laughs> you don't have to. It's in the set design. People study this. There's algorithms. So carrying this beyond the alignment discussion. I did notice that, and I always had a question about that, too. One of the things that, uh, again, like I do for all of these episodes, I kind of farm a lot of this conversation out to my Google Plus feed and uh, occasionally to Reddit. But uh, usually I just kind of look on Reddit to see, has anybody discussed this before? Mm Mm-hmm. First, I want to note, we are not experts on these games. No, 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 We The three of us are... We're just three nerds who enjoy hanging out and talking about nerd shit. Agreed. I just really like So I like could movies. run a D-Modern 20 campaign. I, I could do that. I've run one. It's you, you, could run a, you could run a D-Modern 20 campaign. It's yeah, we've been doing this for a while. So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we've, it's been a long night. <gasps> no! <laughs> Let's see. Matthew Norlecki, the Costner. Kevin's okay when he's not trying to be more badass than he really is. I th- I think it's the scripts. I don't think it's Kevin no. Costner. No, he's I think a it's really him. good. Robin actor. Hood happened. Yeah, but 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 he also <laughs> Waterworld <I> happened. <sighs> the Postman happened. The Postman I actually thought was actually entertaining. Waterworld, however, we're never doing. The Postman was good. 
if you watch it as a just a movie by itself, if you read the book like I did way before the movie, the movie, I'm sorry, it sucks. I apologize to Kevin Costner for nothing. <laughs> I'm trying to think of something. What did, Ke- did Kevin Costner do anything good? Bull Durham. I actually liked Bull Durham. Yeah, actually, yeah. Bull Durham uh, he's good. been doing a lot of, of different movies now uh, that are actually doing really well. Um, I thought 3,000 Miles to Graceland was terrible. I loved that I tried. Movie. He did such a poor job oh. of being a badass. Oh, my God. I don't like I don't like him. Everybody else I, in the I don't know. Good, it it might just awful. be... It might just be like a dog scenting a, like something he doesn't like. Okay, but so I have never liked Kevin Costner. Are you in are you asking if I think he's done anything good or if box offices <laughs> thought that he's done anything? Oh good? no, no. box office or or no? Okay, so no, no, the, no not the uh, box office. The Untouchables. He did the Untouchables. Okay, I'll give him that. That uh, was a good movie. No, that was another movie that carried him through it. No yeah. Way Out, where he was in Let's with see it. Okay, wow. Uh, the Big Chill. That was, was okay. In that. Um, let's see. Bull Durham, we already talked about. That was a great movie. Dances with Wolves. That was his di- titular movie. JFK. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> no, I, I do not like them. The Bodyguard. No. You like you didn't like that movie? No, that was No, once again, I love the movie. I liked terif- everybody uh, but him. Wyatt I don't Earp? like his acting. Wyatt Earp? I, thought, I don't like his acting. Waterworld? Wyatt Earp. Wyatt Earp came out at the same time as Tombstone. Were they like back to back? Yeah. yeah. Because Hollywood, was Hollywood likes movie. to do that. You had Armageddon, yeah. and then you had Deep Impact. Yeah, Tombstone was the superior. So, and guess movie. which one was Deep Impact? I don't remember that one. No, I guess which movie Wyatt Earp was the Deep Impact oh, okay. of those two. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, for Love of the Game, a baseball movie. He did. Oh, really good. Well. I'm glad to see he's stretching himself after Field of Dreams and Bull no. Durham. Oh my God, Jeez. both baseball movies. Yeah, no, I just no. He's, he's crap. He's he's. A, Garbage person. A lot of us called for love of the game. He played Jonathan Kent in Man of Steel. What a memorable role. Yeah. I didn't even see that movie. No, I'm sorry. This is just one of my hot buttons. I I, I loathe that man. And I, I will never forgive him. You're dead to me. <laughs> I like Kevin Costner. How? He's a good actor. What? He is. I mean, it, he is a good actor. It's just he's had shit movies like Waterworld. Oh, yeah. I mean, the first 50 shit movies, I mean, those you can forgive. Oh the second God. 20. Come on. People, well, help me out here. I just want to say that the great state of me does not negotiate with terrorists. Dusty, back to you. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, if, if there's something that gets suggested to us and it sounds interesting, I say okay. go for it. Okay. All right. Thanks for listening to another episode of our show. We're a new name in the enormous sea of podcasts and appreciate any feedback that you can send our way. If you like what you've heard, or even if you didn't, please leave us a review and let us know. Got a movie or a game that you want to hear us talk about? Drop us a comment on our website at havemovieswillgame.com or hit us up on any of the usual social networks. We'd love to hear from you. The opening theme music is Rock and Gravel by Sid Valentine's Patent Leather Kids, part of the public domain and found on publicdomain4u.com. Opening narration is provided by Isaac Scher. Have Movies Will Game is distributed under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you again next week.